and welcome to the podcast Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepherd. I'm going to turn it over to President Ed Cannon of FEBC here in just a moment. But for those of you who are not on the website, please uh, check that out, febc.org. Lots of information there, febc.org. Up-to-date information, what's going on with the ministry around the world, especially in Ukraine during this crisis time, febc.org. Well, recently, Ed had an opportunity to sit down with a man that you probably haven't heard his name before, but this guy has really been instrumental in helping FEBC around the world. His name is Jim Wirt, and the two of them met on Zoom recently. I'm with a good friend and a partner of FEBC Ministries, Jim Wirt, who uh, I've known for quite a long time. Hey, Ed. Hey, listeners. Good to be with you. Yeah, great to be with you. And the, with you is an interesting term because you and I used to spend a lot of time together face-to-face until this thing that they call COVID started, and now we've been... Uh, face screen to face screen on Zoom calls and and other technology enhancements that allow us to communicate even though we're thousand several thousand miles apart. True enough. True enough. Looking forward to the day where we don't have to do that as much. Yeah. So to those of you who are listening today, this is going to be a little different podcast. Normally we talk with people uh, who are staff of FEBC, listeners, uh, broadcasters, people who are Uh, actually directly involved with the broadcast ministry of FEBC or recipients thereof. But today, you know, we're going to put a little bit different light on what goes on here at FEBC. You know, it's a a large organization. We have well over a thousand people all around the world. Uh, We have to operate financially uh, with excellence and integrity. Uh, We have accounts all around the world. We have to put together strategies and plans we have to employ people and hold them accountable to deliver what uh, we want them to do. And, and that's where Jim and I spend most of our time. Jim is a brilliant uh, Harvard grad, uh, MBA. He spent uh, a large portion of his life as a business consultant, which is where Jim and I first met probably 20 years ago. Hmm. Um and uh, Jim was working for a consulting firm that had done a lot of work with Christian ministries, even though he had had his start with McKinsey, if I'm not mistaken. Right, Jim? That's right. That's right. Long time ago. So I was working at the Moody Bible Institute at that time as executive vice president, and I wanted uh, to put together a comprehensive strategy for Moody Bible Institute for the education, publishing, and broadcasting aspects of the of the ministry there, and what is our strategy, and how are we going to uh, use the resources that God had gifted Moody Bible Institute with um, to most effectively fulfill the mission of, of Moody Bible Institute? So, I had the privilege of meeting with with Jim, and we hired him, and he had a significant impact on Moody, and we wrote the strategy together. Uh, we continued to work together, but at that time, we also became very good friends. And when I came to the Far East Broadcasting Company, I realized that one of the elements of FEBC that was really lacking and, and needed some help was uh, strategic planning work internationally. So we have an organization filled with many gifted and talented people who love the Lord, love the ministry, and are doing a great job 
uh, broadcasting the gospel around the world in indigenous languages. But what they didn't have was a basic understanding and a, a knowledge base in terms of putting together long-term strategic plans. And so uh, having had this wonderful experience with my good friend, Jim Work, I knocked on his door again and said, hey, Jim, uh, you want to help us with uh, FEBC? It's a little different than Moody because we need you to go to Vietnam and Russia and Indonesia and Cambodia. And so it, it opened a very new chapter in our life, didn't it, Jim? Yeah, yeah. It was a welcome chapter. It was, it was yeah. engaged. And uh, so what I'd like to share with you today as, as listeners to the FEBC podcast is is an outside perspective. So I'm going to ask Jim, who's a very talented, gifted, well-trained uh, business consultant. He's been involved with all sorts of ministries around the world. You know, what do you see in FEBC and how has your experience opened your eyes to what our ministry is all about and and what you might share with those people who, uh, who listen to this podcast and want to know a little bit more about the Far East Broadcasting Company? Yeah. My, my inclination is always that, as you know, the concept, but even before I do that, um, I, I just want to thank you and all of the FEBC um, family of ministries around the world, because as you said, we've been working together post-Moody for many years now, and um, the, the kind of relational connection, the passion and commitment, um, you know, in some ways, you introduced me as an outsider, but I feel like an insider many times. And actually, the folks in Russia and Ukraine both let me onto radio station broadcasts. So I feel, you know, at least a little bit of that of that direct broadcasting um, influence from time to time as well. But uh, enjoy, yeah. Yeah, I'll emphasize that. People do view you as family, Jim. You're part of the organization. But I will say to our listening audience, when he was broadcasting in Russia and Ukraine, uh, we were having to use a translator. That is true. I, I am not a uh, Russian speaker. South Deutsch, Yeah, yeah. Meine Deutsch is nicht so good, aber yeah, we're having ambition Deutsch. Yeah, but we're not in Germany, so we'll, we'll switch back to English. Yeah. So, so, I, and I've been thinking about some of the. Um, some of the distinctives that I think really are unique. Uh, and as you know, I've worked with probably 300 different ministries over the last 20 plus years. Um, and there's a lot of overlap with them. But I do think that there are some things that, um, that I'd really point to for FEBC um, that are particular strengths that, that merit kind of highlighting even on this podcast. Um, the first, and, and you're, you're going to be all over it, you may want to comment on it, I just describe as a commitment to missional focus. Um, it is really easy, especially for organizations working all over the world and in many different contexts and with the kinds of challenges that we're seeing, like literally even now with war in the Ukraine or hunger and poverty or refugee kinds of ministries really all over the world, um, to, to see lots and lots of needs. And when God blesses an organization like FEBC with great creativity, with resources, um, with skill and imagination, um, it can be it can be easy to to allow lots of things to become distractions without a firm commitment to missional focus. And so FEBC's um, 
tagline is so so that all may hear or um, Christ to the world. Initially, it was through radio or to media. Um, but but the commitment to declare and be about gospel proclamation, especially to the hardest to reach parts of the world that get across natural barriers. And it was at the heart of FEBC when, when it was founded, when we were, we were you know, figuring out how do we get beyond the bamboo curtain and how do we use shortwave radio technology to reach people with the gospel and equip new disciples in, in ways that, um, that honor Christ, that extend his kingdom, and that um, leverage the kinds of, of, of skills and, and resources that FEBC has brought to bear. And that missional focus has not gone away. Um, it would be easy for FEBC to become distracted or drift into other things. And, and, it, and there is an ongoing, complete commitment to the power and the necessity of the gospel um, wherever we see need. Ukraine's a great example of that. Um, there are so many needs that are going on right now today um, because of the, of the war that's happening in Ukraine. And yet when you listen to it and tune in to the things that Radio M, which we visited, are doing in Ukraine that are still oriented toward the declaration of hope and of endurance and resilience and of the power of the gospel in that kind of a context, it's, 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 it's amazing. It's marvelous. Mm-hmm. Um, my experience of FEDC has been a, a core, dedicated, passionate commitment to sustaining that kind of laser-like focus in terms of that gospel proclamation and disciple-making and service mm-hmm. of the church kind of a, of a commitment. Mm-hmm. So that, that was one big area that, uh, that I would point to that, that I think FEPC, um, it, it, there may be others that, that also have that kind of focus, but FEPC on a global basis is pretty unique. In uh, yeah. Well, I appreciate your saying that, and, and that encourages me. We haven't rehearsed this conversation in advance, but that is something that we hold near and dear to our heart as we, uh, as we think about doing the ministry going forward. Um, nothing in my mind is more important than adherence to the to the mission of the organization. And I've seen, and I'm sure you have too, Jim, so many organizations that struggle because, you know, they've gotten off the rails of what their mission is really all about. And yeah. um, certainly there's no, there's no lack of need for proclamation of the gospel uh, to inspire people to follow Christ around the world, especially in the places where we work. So yeah, thanks for that comment. So what else? Yeah, I got I've got two more. So whatever time we've got left, I think we maybe have nine or ten minutes. But but so my second one, um, it, it loops back Ed to why we started working together, um, and, and and it even goes back to our work together at Moody, um, which was which was strategic planning. But but the um, the orientation I would have on this is is FEBC is demonstrating strategic adaptability. Uh, one of the things that um, is very clear in the world today is that nothing is staying stable. Um, so, you know, for example, in our ministries in, in East Asia and the introduction of new challenges and new constraints, um, the ability to create adaptive strategic plans that are both thinking long-term, thinking with intention 
and with clarity about what is it that we believe God has called us to accomplish within that defined missional focus. Uh, but at the same time, retaining um, an attention to the need to constantly adapt what we're doing. So um, our ministries that are, that are Hong Kong-based have, have demonstrated that. Uh, ministries um, throughout um, Southeast Asia have demonstrated that. Um, I'm thinking of uh, the strategic plan we did in Russia. And, and uh, you know, before a year is out, the access to terrestrial-based radio goes away. And yet, because of the strategic work that we had done and that team had accomplished, they were able to immediately pivot with a continuing focus on what is it that God has called us to accomplish, but we've got to find new ways to do it. Um, and so the, the strategic plan was not constrained to just specific methods, but to great creativity, um, the, the need to constantly be flexible and to adapt and not let unforeseen um, barriers um, or, or uh, corrections stop us from getting to where we need it. Now, in some ways, I think as Louis Pasteur had a quote about that um, uh, planning and it's, it's about being prepared for the unexpected. Mm -hmm. We don't know what the unexpected is going to be, but that's one of the reasons that we have that it's valuable to create a strategic plan that we can then adapt and accustom. Vietnam's a great example of that. And, and Three Dang in Vietnam has, has has probably written three or four strategic plans since the one that you and I partnered with him to, to develop initially. And it just illustrates that adaptability and that constant kind of living approach to thinking long-term, thinking with, with bold um, and aggressive goals and vision for what God can accomplish. So that, for me, has also been um, a really encouraging and exciting part of the FEBC story for me. Yeah, and uh, I do think, Jim, if 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 I could put my thumb on one thing that over the last ten years has has propelled FEBC into a much better place in terms of accomplishing our mission, it's the effort that you've driven with us to help build strategic plans in every country. Right. Well, it is a credit to the teams too. You know, as as you know, Ed, we 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 come along. This will be the last, the, the final, or the third point, unless we come up with another. One. Um, but the importance of those local teams and the ownership that they have expressed, this, this has not been, as you know, an exercise of outsiders coming in and saying, well, here's what you need to do. It has absolutely been a partnering effort um, alongside of very capable local boards and very capable local teams to develop their own plans. Now, sometimes we have to push them, <laughs> um, but sometimes they push us. So, so it's, it's been a great uh, partnership with those local teams. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, you know, Jim, when you and I first started working together at Moody, and once again, when I first started working together here at FEBC, there's a reluctance by ministries to view the value of things that the business world do to accomplish their businesses uh, in a better way. But we must embrace the wisdom of the secular world uh, and, and apply that knowledge to uh, what a ministry like FEBC is doing. So uh, I do thank you for that. And I want to tell those that are listening that we work very hard at this organization uh, to pray, uh, to, to humble ourselves before God and seek his wisdom and his knowledge in how to do the ministry. But we're certainly not um, opposed 
to accepting the wisdom of the secular world in terms of how to build business plans, how to run ministry as a business, and how to do strategy. You know, Jim, I think I, there's probably four or five more other topics I'd like to chat about, but I think we better cut it off for today. Maybe I have to have you come back next week and, and yeah. do this again. Sure. The last one I was going to mention, and this might be a setup to the next time, is, is the word glocal. I learned that word at McKinsey. But there's a great um, aspect of FEBC, which is a grassroots. I mean, the genius of FEBC is that we have these local teams that are customizing the content and the approach to their audiences, um, driven by local knowledge and, and local leadership combined with this international organization that really is a global one that's trying to bring all of the resources and wisdom to bear. Um, so we, we may need to flesh out that thing, but, but FEBC is a global, global and local organization, which is which is hard to pull off. And I think FEBC, you know, we'll have our challenges, but 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 we're doing it. So Jim, that's a perfect opportunity for us to whet the appetite of our listening audience to come back again to hear the podcast about FEBC and explain a little bit more detail, the new word that we've just learned today, glocal. So Jim, thanks very much for your time. Thanks to those of you who have listened to this podcast. You can go to febc.org if you want to find more information about the Far East Broadcasting Company. Thanks very much. Bye, Jim. Well, our thanks to both Ed Cannon and Jim Wirt for the conversation today here on Until All Have Heard. I'm really glad you had a chance to meet Jim today, whose mind the Lord is using to help us think through strategic issues at the Far East Broadcasting Company. Ed mentioned the website. I'll give it again, febc.org. And while you're there, we hope you'll leave a comment about our podcast at the website, or you can also leave that comment at Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, or wherever you hear Until All Have Heard. Thanks for listening. Our producer is Joe Carlson. I'm Wayne Shepard. We'll see you next time for Until All Have Heard, a production of the Far East Broadcasting Company.